Andrew P here from the Seven Figure Fitness Business Podcast. As always, we really appreciate your support listening to the episodes or watching them, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's on um, iTunes Podcasts or Spotify or any other podcast platform. We'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the channel and leave us a positive review. Thank you and enjoy the episode. This is what I think is going to be really the crux of it. You know, the first section of this is going to be really focused on the marketing aspect. And the second part of it is going to be really focused on the ads part of it. Now, I think like the biggest problem that 95% of people face is actually getting leads into your business, right? So the very best coaches rarely make the most money, right? So, you know, like for me, when I was in fitness first, I was an interesting case because I definitely wasn't the best coach there. Like, you know, I didn't have qualifications, you know, we had coaches in there teaching strength coaching, bodybuilding. We had coaches who'd go home and cook meals. <laughs> it was a weird gym. However, I was very, very good at marketing. So I had the busiest business inside of that fitness first. Now, I'm gonna give you an example, the Wolf of Wall Street, right? Now, in this particular scene, Leonardo DiCaprio asks this guy to sell a pen, right? Now, think about you know, what actually happens in that movie. It's about the penny stocks. And what people are effectively doing is they're selling penny stocks, which are going to lose people a lot of money. And that's a perfect example of the best marketer isn't necessarily the best coach because the product isn't there. So what, I'm, what I really want, you know, we want to do this completely ethically. We want you to be the very best coach in the world and have the very best marketing. Because if you're the best coach in the world, you deserve the best marketing. Now, the whole theme of this is most of you are going to be great coaches. You're here because you're passionate about that. But what it's about is putting on a different hat and being, you know, being an actual internet marketer because that's what this is. For you to really succeed in this industry, you need to be an internet marketer. Now, and be, you know, making millions in that, you really need to be an expert at that skill. Now, Iggy touched on this a little bit, but identity shifts, right? Now, that is going to be... Now, simply, what is marketing? It's communicating your message. And why? Because we want our prospect to buy something off us. And how? We want to evoke emotion and logical certainty. So really, marketing is just the beginning process or part of the sales process. Your success is going to be dependent on the effectiveness of delivering your message. Now, high-ticket coaching. But what high-ticket coaching is very different to what most people think. Most people go high ticket coaching. It's selling a program for $1,500 to $10,000. However, high ticket coaching isn't actually about the price tag. It's about the outcome for your client. Now, there are three levels of coaching. I want you to think in the gym. There are some trainers who are excellent personal trainers. They just give people exercise. They come in and they do a session. It's 45 minutes exercise, no talk of nutrition, no talk of anything else, but it's fun. They enjoy it, right? I'm sure you, know, you guys all know the person. Then there's a transformation coach. So what does a transformation coach do? They might come into the gym and train, but they also get all of the nutrition. They get the accountability. You know, they're going to get the results. The third level of that, which is the next level, is someone who is going to help someone change identity. So what we're talking about here is we're talking about um, a woman who's going through menopause and she's miserable, she's tired, exhausted, and her life's completely changed. She's gained a lot, gained a lot of weight. And what, you know, what we're doing here is we're helping change her identity. We want her to go back to feeling how she was in her 30s and 40s because that's what 
she actually wants and that's what people will buy, right? Now, I have a lot of experience with our, with our clients. We have over 100 clients in our systems by design program and everyone gets the exact same system. You know, the systems that we give people, it's all identical. And the key difference here is, you know, between the people who are making $100,000 a week and the people who aren't making any sales is that factor. The factor that they're able to help someone change their identity, market that message that, someone's going to, that your client is going to change their identity. And people will pay huge, huge money for that. So, you know, I want you to get out of the mindset. We're not selling weight loss. We're not selling a body transformation. So I'm gonna give you some examples of identity shifts. So our business, I already talked about menopause, but our business, thyroid, very different to menopause because women who have hyperthyroidism, generally they've been overweight their entire lives. They don't have the identity they want. You know, they've suffered with a disease. They've never been able to lose the weight. Often they're extremely overweight, sometimes 30, 40 kilos. And what they want is they want that identity that they've never had. You've got busy professional men, right? Very popular niche that a lot of people choose. And you know, what's their problem? Is that they're working, they've become too busy, they don't have time for their family and their kids, right? They effectively, you know, they're not the same person that they used to, do, used to be. That's why people go through a midlife crisis. And what they want, again, is to feel like they did when they were younger. They wanna perform better at work. They want their dicks to start working again, right? All this stuff. Now. I'm gonna leave strong woman, I'm gonna come back to that in a second, I've got another example. And then you've got your examples that aren't really A plus examples, which is just general weight loss because you're not able to distinguish yourself from the market and then you're competing against everybody else. And you know, I want you guys really thinking about you know, who it is that you wanna service, who your niche is. Because what we want you to really think, to be doing is we want you to be, are you gonna be, you gotta ask yourself the question, are you gonna be average? Are you gonna go for general weight loss? Or are you really going to go deep and are you going to figure out who the person is you wanna help and how you're going to change their identity? So this is really, for me, part of this is marketing. You know, this is really marketing 101. And if we wanna create absolute rockstar brand, we need to really knock these four things off. It's connection, celebrity, authority, relationship, because at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're building trust. For people to buy off us, they need to know who we are, they need to trust us. Okay, now I wanna talk about a little bit about Niche and our first business. So I covered it a little bit before, but you know, we work with women primarily who have hypothyroidism. And the reason is, is that I have hypothyroidism myself. So in the gym, I had a lot of clients come to me and you know, a lot of the, you know, many of them had hypothyroidism and it was just like a natural thing. It's like, I understand that, I understand them, I'm able to help them. When we ran that program, we made our first 10K in the first week. And you know, what hypothyroid body transformation is, is it's a part of the bigger business. So who we actually really help, it's not actually women with hypothyroidism. We just bring them together as a community. What we do is we help people, the 4% club, who want to lose weight sustainably, they want to build a lifestyle and they want you know, they, something that they, they can adhere to. So the 4% club, why it's called that? It's because 96% of people who lose weight regain that weight with interest, right? So we teach people the habits of that. And then what we're doing is we don't have to stick to that one brand. We've got hyperthyroidism, but then you can go into menopause. Shane does diabetes. We do fit over 50, we do fit over 40. And then all you're doing is we're then following the cheapest leads based on the marketing. Wait, did you, what did you say? Yes. Yeah. Following? Um, the cheapest leads. So pretty much when we're running ads, 
we're always just going, okay, well, that brand's performing the best. We've got the strongest message in that, and we're going to go with that. Okay. So, you know, what we're actually saying there is we're super adaptable with the marketing side of things, right? Because it doesn't matter, you know, for us, we want to help people sustainably lose weight. And it doesn't matter what the niche is, but if you're adaptable and you're able to change over and pick something based on what's working well, because I know I spoke to you before and you've got three main niches, right? And it's just like, okay, well, you know, perhaps you need some advice on what's going to be the most profitable one is the first one that you go for if you're neutral to it, right? If you don't mind which one you pick. Because, you know, that, you know, I'm telling you right now, that's the difference between people who are world-class and not the ability to have the right niche. And that's why we got so lucky because we picked hypothyroidism and no one was doing that at the time. You can imagine the difference when we turn on an ad and we're getting leads for like 20 cents. And we're like, holy shit, there's money to be made. 20, 20 cents, each person that we got into our Facebook group cost us 20 cents. And then, you know, we're selling a program, the first program we sold is 500 bucks, right? You do the maths on that. How many of them do you have to convert to be making profit? Yeah. And that's the thing. If you keep on searching for that and you follow things based on, you know, if you, if you are general weight loss, find an idea, go with it, right? because you know you want to be following that sort of system and making money that way. So this is my story and story is so important because you know whether it's your story, somebody else's story, my story was really powerful for the women who had hypothyroidism, right? Because I'd been through the exact same thing that they had, right? So this is me in school, I was the chubby kid, always overweight, met Andy P over there, personal trainer, got me in shape in the second photo. Third photo, I took a whole bunch of steroids and messed up my thyroid. So you can kind of see what happened in that period of time was when I took performance enhancing drugs, I um, messed up my thyroid even more. And what that meant was I took about eight months off work. And during that time, I didn't have money. You know, I was sick, I was tired, exhausted, depressed, miserable. We'll just go to the next side chain. And it's about to pop up here at the moment, but you know, I think this kind of illustrates the point and it's kind of funny, but I went over to India. My uh, dad sent me over there was to do some form of Ayurvedic medicine. And you can kind of see like, I went from a steroided guy to a really skinny, sick looking individual. And in India, they did all sorts of weird things to me. That first photo, they had me throwing up into a bucket. So they fed me like liters upon liters of milk and had to be sick into that bucket, right? Second photo, they put me in a box and they cooked me. <laughs> Third photo, see all those little bottles, they're all butter or ghee, Indian ghee, and I had to drink them, made me sick again, and they put all sorts of things up my ass. <laughs> I, I didn't get a photo of that one. But, you know, like, here's the thing, like, what I'd done there is I'd done everything that you can possibly imagine. Every diet, like, those are the most extreme things you can imagine, right? And that's another situation where I can relate and I can share my story. You know, one of the things that I think related most to the women with hypothyroidism is that I was talking about, and particularly this is when I was in India, when I was at my absolute worst, I was like, I was trying to read the first Game of Thrones book, but I couldn't remember the last page or put together the next page. And that's something that resonates with them because nobody actually understands them. That's how they feel. No one understands them. No one understands the daily battle of them losing the car keys and spending 20 minutes a day looking for car keys. Right? And when you're able to talk that language and create such impact, people love you, right? And the power is the story, right? And you know, you've got two people, like when we ran our business, it was generally, it was AP, myself, and it is a really great story, but you don't have to have a story like me, right? You might have a really good story and I recommend, you know, 
shout it to the world, share it to everybody you know, put it up on Facebook because that's what makes you relatable. Relatability is key. But it might be something about your mum. That's what happened with the menopause business. The menopause business is still pretty successful. It did over a million bucks and it was all based on the guy that we worked with, his mum, his mum going through menopause, right? Still very successful, not as successful as my story. You know, it might be a friend, something that one of your friends has gone through. It could be a client. You could work with a client and set up their story. All of your clients have your epic, crazy stories, right? And then something that you're passionate about. And some of the, you know, even then, like our very best brand at the moment is Fit Over 50. And it doesn't really have that strong a story, but it's just branded so well. Now, remember, you know, be willing to share that story because are you wanting to be average or are you wanting to be world-class? Okay. Now, I'm going to give you some connection examples that we talk about. And these are kind of things that I wrote up about hypothyroidism. And I want you to really think, because this is the sort of stuff that you guys need to be able to write about to your audience so that they can understand. And this is the depth that you need to go. You've got no energy. You're always fatigued. Your brain may not function properly. It affects your performance at work. You keep forgetting things. If you could only operate more efficiently, you'd be able to give so much more to life. You'd be able to achieve anything. Connection. People, underst people understand you, right? You understand them. They know that within a second. So in the first half of the presentation, we talked more about the marketing, the emotional side of things, you know, the branding. You can't really talk about one without the other, but we're going to talk more about the ads. There's a thing called the rule of 16, which is this stupid thing that was made up by someone that people have to see you 16 times before they're going to buy for you. And with one of the great things about using ads is we can force people to see you 16 times really, really quickly, right? Whereas you know, if you're putting out content over a longer term period of time and you know you're not using ads, you're using more of an organic approach, it's much harder. But I'm going to talk about that a little bit more later. Okay, first thing we're going to cover here is what is organic marketing? Now, this is the process of generating traffic to your business over time without a fi uh, any financial investment. Now, there are two parts to organic. You can be posting any form of content, whether it's videos, photos, memes, written posts, blogs, podcasts, lead magnets. And the big part of organic that I absolutely really don't like is when you start cold messaging people. So that's sending messages to people off lists, people you don't know. Now, my first experience with organic marketing, it was, you know, it looks a little bit like this. You create posts on your socials and you pray for engagement, even though you've got no followers. You hope people like, comment, share, or send you private messages about your posts. Uh, you send out 200 cold messages privately. You find fat people on Instagram. That was what I was told by one of my business mentors. It was a great course, $10,000, and the purpose of the course was pretty much go through Instagram and, oh, that person looks fat. This is actually in a video. Select them. <laughs> so, you know, that's the sort of process that you're following through. And we generally, you know, like I don't actually think organic marketing's much of a course. So, you know, over time, we've actually given a lot of, uh, given away a lot of the organic stuff because we really believe that, you know, the way of making money, really fast money that's scalable is through paid ads. Now, we talked a bit about this before, your message. Your message is your business. And I talked about this before, but the top and the bottom of the class, you know, we give everybody the exact same system at Systems by Design when they come into our program, you know, and the only difference is that message, right? Now, a lot of the time, you know, you're crossing your fingers hoping people like your content. There's a lot of pain associated with the DMs. 
And the thing about this, like this process of organic and not running paid ads is that you're giving up your time, which is your most valuable commodity, right? The money button, effectively. You, you, turn on, you turn on that Facebook ad, but there's far more to it because people have to see you, right? And the, how we use it is we want things to be predictable and we want to make boring money. We want things to be stable. We don't want things to be up and down where you're looking for your next client, where you're posting on Facebook and you're like, do you hope someone comes in and you've got one or two? You just want to go and think about this as a legitimate business. And a legitimate business is where you effectively, you know, have the predictability. You know if you spend X amount of money, you're going to make X amount of money, right? Pretty much the way that we look at it is that we set KPI for all of our clients to hit five to one. Right? So that means that 20% of your spend is available for you to make a sale. So if you want to make a $1,000 sale, you pay $200, right? You want to make a $2,000 sale, you've got to be able to spend $400, right? And I like to think of this as a chocolate wheel, which, you know, I've got what Star City style wheel over there. You know, all you do is you pick five to one. And when you've got this down, you just keep spinning the wheel and it just happens to land on five every single time. Now, you know, that sounds too good to be true. So it's not quite like that. I mean, you know, I'll be honest, like what happens is you scale out the business, there's a diminishing return, Facebook gets more expensive, you've got to break, you know, improve your standards at the bottom. But the idea is like, we want to create some sort of system and variation like that, where you know that, hey, you're going to hit that five the majority of the time and you've constantly got money coming in. Now, most of us will agree that time's our most valuable asset. And, you know, like a lot of us give up our time for free and we could be leveraging money. And when you ask the question, like, why is it that we don't invest in things? You know, why is it that we don't spend money? Generally, the answer is that we don't have certainty. I've seen people spend an entire month where they're DMing, messaging people, you know, online. And, you know, that's very much the debate when you go into the online world. People are like, should you do organic? Should you do paid ads? And, you know, DM, you, know you could be DMing people, you know, 200 people a day. You make one sale in a month and you've given up your entire time just to do that, right? Or you can pay somewhere between $10 if you're going in the right marketplace, if your brand's really strong, particularly in the States, or you could spend up to $90 for a booked call and load up your diary, right? And then you're just thinking every time you spend that money, there's a booking, half of them show up, some of them no show, but then you get on the calls. So for us, the process that we actually follow is I look like we've got a sales team of about, how many sales team is it, Andrew? Is six, seven in Australia? Six, yeah. So six, yeah, so we've got six. So between the six people, they might have 20 availabilities a day, probably more like 16. So we've got, you know, we might have 100 bookings or 70 bookings that we need to fill up. So I know that if I want to fill them up, right, I've got to spend $7,000. So as I said before, like it's very easy to, you know, just think. And as I said, like my big message here is, you know, if you need money to invest in a business, I draw that money from somewhere else rather than just trying to give up all of your time because you're going to get to the outcome faster. Okay. You know, what does this funnel actually look like? And what we do is we run a Facebook ad, right? That Facebook ad goes to ManyChat or what we call a messenger bot. After they go into this messenger bot, they take a quick quiz, they go to an opt-in, we have a conversation with them, like that one-to-one -one conversation that I talked to you about before. They fill in a booking, a seven-step nurture sequence, we make sure they show up. Then we jump on the sales call with them and they become a customer. And we're gonna go into a little bit more detail on that on the next slide. Okay. So, this is one of our Facebook ads we run. Now, the glaringly obvious thing right there is that looks like a piece of shit in a bowl. 
but that's one of our best performing photos of all time. So, you know, it's very easy to think, yes, yeah, it's zucchini bolognese, right? So it's very easy to look at that and go, why does that perform? That doesn't really make too much sense. And that's legit one of my friends holding up their food. That's our best performing photo for like a six month period of time. And you start to think about it and you think about it, and I can only theorize, but I look at that and I go, it's something that people can make on their own. Zucchini bolognese, it looks really healthy. Looks like a mess, looks really healthy, sort of, it is healthy. And people can make that at home. And this is like a big message here. It's like, it's not just about the most beautiful Instagram worthy food that you can put out there. It's sometimes about relatability, just like you as a person, your program, the relatability of that's something that you could make. While it doesn't look perfect, it's actually, you know, something really simple. Second, next part of the ad, the business name. This is a big one. When you're picking your business name, make sure it says exactly what you do, right? Now, that necessarily isn't necessarily a business name. That could be a shell. That could just simply be, you know, the particular brand that you're using. But fit over 50, you can't, you can't stuff that up. How other businesses? Hypothyroid body transformation. Everyone knows what that is. Master your menopause. Yeah. And all of these names, they make it really, you know, really, really obvious because people are going to look at a few things. The first thing they look at is the photo. The next thing is they look at the business name. 75% click on the business name before they actually go to click on anything that you're asking them to do. And on that page is the first time where people are going to see you. They're gonna see loads of videos, they're gonna see your engagement, they're gonna see testimonials, they're gonna see written posts, they're gonna see you sharing their emotion, which is where they get the op first opportunity to decide whether they're going to work for you, with you, right? Next thing is the copy. Copy is the least important thing, but it is super, super important that it is strong there they'll see more copy later to further down the track. That's just a few words and sometimes we just don't even use any copy there on the ad, funnily enough. So what we're doing here is people are going to get a message and this is what they see. They click the button, welcome to Fit Over 50. We're a specialized program designed for women over the age of 50, wanting to lose weight, shape their bodies, manage menopause and rebalance their hormones. Please take the short quiz to see if you qualify. From there, they're gonna take a short quiz. They're gonna tap a few buttons that say, yes, yes, yes. What are your goals? They're going to tell us a bit, write a, write a little bit about their goals, and then they're going to go to this landing page. Now, this landing page is your brand. This is your message. That, pay, that landing page there has 16 pages of the most intense copy where people can read everything about you, right? They understand what the program is, and they've just hit emotion after emotion after emotion. The stuff we talked about before, right? We talked about being ashamed. What does ashamed mean to that person? Then elaborate, go longer. Yeah, write more and more and more. And that's the skill that you really need to develop because people need to read this and need to cry. That's how far you can take it. If someone cries, they buy, right? So if you can elicit that much emotion, they're going to show up for your call. They're going to be desperate. They're going to have love at first sight. They're going to need you. Yep. Because they're all long. Yep. So I, I want you to think like if someone... If someone commits and watches, let's say we do that landing page, just that bit there, right? And they just see a video and they just see a button. They don't have much time to make a decision. So what's gonna happen in between that time? People, we want people to hop on a sales call, right? But they're gonna forget about that sales call because they're not gonna be in pain because we haven't prodded them enough, you know? They're also gonna, you know, compare you to somebody else because they don't have enough information. They're not gonna wanna show up, you know, for that call and then they, um, you know, they don't show. And you're like, this is such a big thing. It's like, I've seen businesses that have 75% of people who book a call not show up. 
And then there are businesses where 90% of people show up, right? So this is why that information's there, right? And if you, again, this is world-class branding, you skip that, that section, you're missing your branding. We have a very short time to make a huge impact on these people very, very quickly. And if we don't make that impact, like you can get people to sign up for the call, but we don't care how many people book a call, we care how many people show up to that call so we can sell them who are qualified. Yeah, so what I, what I think about this is there's a no-lose situation to having a long landing page. So you guys all came in on our landing page, right? You didn't read a thing. You just clicked the, clicked the button and signed up. You didn't know what you were getting in for. But I guarantee you some of you read the whole thing. So I'm just interested. Who read the whole thing? Yeah. Skim. 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 Yeah. So, so this, this is just the thing, right? You guys read the whole landing page. Fantastic. But it's longer. But it's not like we lost anyone because it was longer. They just read the bits they wanted and they signed up, right? But the people who did read it are probably going to be more invested in what's, what's happening, right? At the end of the day, like, we've got a long landing page, but you guys have come here to listen to us for talk for four hours, right? Okay. Cool. This is the booking page. People are going to show up. They click the button. They have an opportunity to book. Now, this is the really, really important point because people on that page, only 20% of people are going to book a call directly before they've had a conversation with us. So they see that, they look at but they need more persuasion. Looking at that landing page isn't enough, right? On here, there's going to be an eight-minute delay. We're then going to message them, and this is where our one-to-one -one conversations happened. So let's think about this. They've been to our business page. They've seen all of our videos. They've now gone to our landing page. They've read everything about us, but it wasn't quite enough to get them to book a call. We're now going to send them this message. Hey, uh, Jenny, my name is Santa. I'm one of the head coaches at Fit Over 50. It's great talking to you. Uh, it's great to be talking to you today. I've experienced my own personal struggles. If you don't mind me asking, I would love to know a little bit more about your situation to see if I can possibly help you. What is it that you struggle with most in terms of achieving your goals? Now, that makes out like a personal message, but it's an automated message. And then what we do is we have a team of virtual assistants for three hours, three dollars an hour who are sitting there waiting to message back and have real conversations, right? And that's how you get people booked in. 80% of those bookings that we make on a daily basis come from those intense conversations. Now, this conversation, most of you know what the many chat bots are, messenger bots are, but they take place between your business page and that person's personal page. And as I said before, think of it like a dating app. This is their chance to get to know you. Right? This is something we'll probably do for the, this, you know, these sort of seminars as well. At some point in time, we'll have messages and we'll improve the amount of people that actually show up. This is a great opportunity, this conversation, because it's giving you both the opportunity to decide whether you want to take this call. Because there are going to be plenty of people that you talk to, hey, that you just don't want to hop on a call with because you'd be wasting your time. So you're saving your time, you're saving their time, and you're getting more people through the funnel. Now, we have roughly eight simple questions. I think it's actually 10, there's a typo, 10 questions, and that converts 20% of all conversations. Now, this is a fine art, right? We change our script, we manipulate things, we move things around, because everything in business is about numbers. And, you know, we're here to make a legitimate business. This isn't about, you know, stuffing around and making a few dollars. This is like, hey, if we improve that by 1%, you know, we make an extra, what would it be, 1,500 bucks a week, right, by 1%. After they've booked a call, you know, our VAs are busy typing away, they send them that booking link manually, they book a call, they show up in our diaries and our salespeople close them. The big difference between what I was talking about before, you know, I was talking about cold DMing, finding fat people on Instagram. 
The difference is here that you're actually, they're actually messaging you. Because you think about it, they've gone to your page, they've talked to you, they answer four quiz questions. There's a, they go to the landing page, there's a delay, we send them a message, they write back to you, they choose whether they write back to you. So these conversations have already started. So you're not looking for conversations, the conversations are coming to you in exchange for money. And again, we put a numerical value on that. We say for every conversation that we have, it costs us 10 bucks. So we can have a conversation with a person for $10 each day, right? Now, we're gonna come back to this rule of 16. And this is our follow-up process, right? So let's think about what this person's done right now. So far, they've gone to the ad, they've read a little bit about you. They've gone to the landing page, they've had a conversation with you, right? And they've started to understand you a little bit more, but this is where we begin to follow up. So the problem is that people will no-show, cancel, it'll be an uninvested call, and people will fail unless you do these things right and get that number up to 16, right? So we enroll them in a series of 50 emails for the rest of their life, right? Yeah, that's what we do, we harass people. We send them email and SMS reminders so that they know that they're going to show up, right? So they know they've got that message. We're gonna send them eBooks, we're gonna send them trainings, we send them Facebook voice messages. We use other ads to retarget them again. We optimize the Facebook fan page and be constantly posting stuff so it appears on their feed. We send them more messages on Messenger. And we're gonna run ads of additional videos only for the people who've actually signed up and you know, part of this is, this is actually all white labeled in our CRM and I'm gonna cover that as we get towards the end. But as you can see, you start adding up all of those things and that's all automatic. All those things, well the vast majority of them go out to these people to make sure they've seen us that 16 times. The next thing is, I wanna talk about you know, the impact of certain things that we use. And this is what I like to call a conversion tool. And a conversion tool is simply used for giving a huge amount of value. So the conversion tool we talked about before is a landing page. People go to that page to learn about us and that's the thing that's gonna convert them. We can take people to a seven day challenge. The seven day challenge, they follow along for seven days and that converts them. We give them a transformation in advance. So they've already done you know, seven days worth of work with us. They've already lost two kilos. They're like, gee, it's a no brainer to keep on working with you, right? We could send them to a webinar. We could send them an ebook. We could give them a guide, recipes. That one-to-one -one conversation is another example of a um, conversion tool, but we make sure by the seven day challenge, we give them something else. We give them every single one of those things at some stage before they get on the phone with us. Yep. Okay. Now where we give people this stuff is on this, this page. This is called a transfer of trust page. After they book a call, the page will automatically redirect to this page to tell them what to expect, what's going to happen on the call. We tell them, Hey, be in a quiet place, you know, bring a cup of tea. It's going to be super chilled right? And think about your goals before we jump on the call, right? And that page is again, humanizing you, seeing another human face. And as we go further down the landing page there, you know, you'll see, hey, we've got our webinar in there. So they have an opportunity to see that webinar, 30 minutes of us talking. We have a 4% club prior we have a bonus wellness test, we have recipes, we have testimonials, all this stuff, and it all adds up and adds up and adds up. So I'm going to give you a summary here. The first thing is, your brand is absolutely everything. And I can't stress this enough, like, and I've said this so, so many times, but there's people in our program who are making 100K a week and there's people in our program who are making no sales. And the difference is the brand, because that system that we give everybody, you know, that system that I just showed you just there is identical for everyone. And that works really, really well when you have a strong brand, when you dig deep into people's emotions, you know, when they want to work with you. 
We want to build trust. And the four things that we want to work on, we want to build that connection. We want to be a celebrity. We want to be an authority, someone that they respect because of their knowledge. The authority is Andrew, right? I was a celebrity. Yeah, I like that. And then the relationship, which is us texting, right? And next thing, create that. The money buttons, buttons the funnel. The goal is we want to get that to five to one. And, you know, if you want to succeed in this industry, industry make six, seven, eight figures, you need to be an internet marketer. You know, you guys are all fantastic coaches, but for you to take things to the next level, that's the hat that you need to wear and that's the skill that you need to learn. Thanks guys for tuning in. I remember to like and subscribe on YouTube or on the uh, appropriate uh, podcasting platforms and we'll see you next time.